my name is J.J. Hawley. I'm the President and CEO of the Woodlands Area Chamber of Commerce. And uh, today we have the pleasure of having Commissioner Charlie Riley from Precinct 2 with us. So welcome, Commissioner, and thank you for being here. Thank you for having us, J.J. We appreciate you taking time out of, uh, I'm sure it was a very empty, free schedule uh, as usual You know, every day. Over, over in God's country in Precinct 2, there's that's not a right. whole lot going on. We're just sitting around. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's, uh, that's far from the truth. Oh, I know. Uh, if it's happening, it's happening in Precinct 2. There's so much going on. Uh, you know, Precinct 2 is about 282 square miles from Highway 105 all the way to the county line, from all of Alden Bridge all the way to the Waller County line out west. So it's a yeah. big place. And there's a lot going on with the, with the road improvements that we've made. And I'm proud to say that we've made quite a few uh, road improvements with our bond issue that we got passed. Mm -hmm. We've done all of our bond issues that we told folks we would do. We've got them done. Or are they almost complete? Or they are done? And uh, uh, 249 is done through portions of Montgomery County wow. through our precinct. So uh, developers are just waiting for uh, the completion of 249. We've got about 12,000 acres that are going to go under development just as soon as that road gets completed. And so, it's really just pristine acreage out there. I mean, it's wooded, gorgeous, rolling hills, yes. and. It's some of the prettiest property in Montgomery yeah. County that's, uh, like I say, it's virgin territory that nobody's been there uh, mm -hmm. other than maybe deer hunters or people trying to explore for oil back in the day, but it's, yeah. it's some of the most pretty property around. Well, and, and when we talk about the chamber, or, or the chamber, the county having a population of 600,000 right now and all the projections are growing to a million or more in the next 10 to 15 years, that's where it's growing. It's going. It's, uh, a lot of it is coming our way out of Precinct 2. Yeah. Uh, you know, you take 1488, all the improvements that are made on 1488 are just mm -hmm. bringing more people this way. Uh, and it's all headed out west or northwest. And that's that's where this property is and this prime property is. So with, with growth, you, you obviously have challenges. So uh, what are... What are some things that uh, you and Precinct 2 and, and the county are doing to look at? How do we manage growth? How do we do it effectively? All that, all that good stuff. You know, you, you always want quality development, and, and nine times out of ten, that's what we get. We've got some guys uh, uh, that we would rather not uh, come out, but mm -hmm. they're here, and, and we have to deal with those guys. But most of the time, we have quality developers that, that know what we're looking for, know what needs to be out in Montgomery County. Uh, it's like anything else. We, we try to stay ahead of the growth, but mm -hmm. that is, that's never going to happen. We, no, it's we too just fast. can't. We just, uh, the road projects that we're doing in this last road month should have been done 15, 18 years yeah. ago, and we're just now doing yeah. them. Uh, so when we get this road bond finished, get all these roads done, 249 done, we're going to be looking for other roads that we're going to have to build to mm -hmm. accommodate this growth. Uh, uh, from from the woodlands over to 249, all that property's primed to be developed. Mm -hmm. That's going to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, and and again, uh, it, it's all mobility and getting the right developer. And we do have some good developers, mm -hmm. uh, uh, especially that section between the woodlands and 249, and and up and down 249. Uh, we've got some great developers and some great mm -hmm. things are coming. Now, how long have you been involved in precinct two and? And, uh, and you're from Montgomery, is that right? Well, I was born in Houston. I moved out to Magnolia when I was 14 years old. So I've been in Precinct 2 since I was 14. Okay. Uh, I went to high school in Magnolia, met my wife in high school. We've been married for 43 years, got two kids, five grandkids, and it's, and it's all been right there in Magnolia, Precinct yeah. 2. And, so, and how long have you been commissioner in Precinct 2? I'm in my second year of my second term. I, was, uh, I worked for Precinct 2 since 2002, uh, okay. 2001, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
with the previous Commissioner Craig Doyle, and then I was elected in 2014, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm in my second term. Well, it's always interesting being an elected official. We, we at the Chamber appreciate what you do. Yeah, talk I, about being a tip of the know, spear. Look, I do. I, I do love what I do. I really yeah. do. I love the people. I love the. I love the county. I, I love most everything that goes on. And there's some good days and bad days, just like anything sure. else. And there's some good people and there's some bad people, just like anywhere else. <laughs> but the good always outweighs the bad. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, there's some rough days and there's some things that that you don't like and there's some things that you have to deal with and put up with. But uh, for the most part. Uh, Montgomery County is still a great place to be. Uh, it's mm -hmm. where people are think. I think that's where people are coming. And I think you're going to see uh, some things that are happening around us that are going to make people even want to come to Montgomery County more. And I think mm -hmm. that's coming. I, I that's really true. do think we're going to see a big influx. Mm -hmm. I really do. Uh, and, and you mentioned some of the projects going on. Uh, one project I want to ask you about was the the uh, the off ramp, I guess, on I forty five onto two forty two. We saw some some news on that recently. Uh, yes, we're gonna. Me and uh, Commissioner Metz have uh, teamed up uh, with uh, TxDOT, and we're gonna get the third direct connector headed northbound to eastbound on two forty two. Mm -hmm. You know, and we've talked about that intersection. For, yes, sir. We've been dealing with that for a long time, and, mm -hmm. and you've been involved, and TxDOT's been involved, the hospitals have been mm -hmm. involved. Uh, this third direct connector will it will clean up most of the problems at that intersection, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, hopefully we can get that uh, out to bid. We're we're hoping to get it out to bid by December of this year. I mean that's moving fast. That is very but quick for a, a big project dot, like that. When we came to TxDOT and said, "Look, we've 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 got the money together. Uh, we've we've got the schematic done. We've got mm -hmm. the environmental done. The environmental will have to be updated and, mm -hmm. and uh, redone." A little bit. Uh, Textile was very excited, and uh, they're the ones that even said, "If we can get this put together, we hope we can get it out by December." So, maybe well, and, they, and they've been Textile's been really great partners. Uh, you know, with, they with, have. They've been. They've been and, and they've got a tough job too. They do. So. They do. And that's a, that's just one of those intersections that that before uh, I really got involved with looking at that intersection, it, it never really. Dawned. And you know what I'm fixing to say here: all the hospitals on that corner, and it scares you to think about the traffic that you see in the morning and the evening at that intersection that's or any time right. during the day really. That's right. Uh, somebody trying to get somewhere can't get there. That, Especially with Texas Children's me. Hospital oh, being right there. That scares me to when, when you get a, a problem with your kid in an emergency, you don't call the ambulance. And you know, she's the one that told me that. Yes, sir. She told us both that, I believe, mm -hmm. that when we were talking about ambulances, she looked me right in the eye and said, let me ask you. When your kid or grandkid gets <laughs> kid, right. what do you do? Mm -hmm. Well, I pick him up and throw him in. The, I didn't even get through saying throw him in the car before I realized what she was saying. Yeah. A car don't have all the emergency lights and the no. sirens and the horns. You're stuck, and that mm -hmm. scares you. So hopefully we can get that cleaned up to where most of that will go away. Well, and, and uh, we appreciate uh, uh, all that, that you've done to help uh, do some interim Fixes some short term with uh, some lane changes and restriping. We and tried to get lights the, and things. The, the the second right turn lanes coming and and, uh -huh. and, the, and the restriping and the timing of the lights. TxDOT has been really a good partner to work with, but they're they're just like anybody else. It, by the time you try to figure this out, and by the time you see this traffic pattern, well, then something else changes. There's mm -hmm. another off ramp somewhere. There's something going mm -hmm. on, and this completely changes by the time you get ready to do mm -hmm. what you're going to do. 
and, it's and challenging. Got, it, it's very challenging, and it's hard to have a crystal ball. Yes. And uh, and you've got so you got Methodist, Texas Children's, you got St. Luke's, you've got MD Anderson farther down 242. So it's crucial to be able to move that emergency traffic yes. through there. Yes. Not not to mention just the normal because East County is growing as well. They so a lot of that are. traffic comes up by 45 and goes. East on 242. Trying to turn right on the 242, backing yeah. it up. And, and again, Methodist is doing their big expansion. Uh, mm-hmm. David Lane, I will say David Lane, I think, is finally moving through HDC a little further, a little quicker than it was. I was going to ask you it, about that it, it project, has, too. Uh, it has got the support of some folks at HGAC. It's got their attention. So, okay. And I think uh, Methodist is willing to participate in somewhat it was the right away and in, in doing some of that Shenandoah's city of Conroe's got some city of Conroe well. is they're still they're still not willing to really step up right now but yeah. I think between what the Methodist Hospital's doing and what Shenandoah's trying to do and if HGAC uh, mm-hmm. gets more involved in it and if we could get uh, city of Conroe to sponsor to be a sponsor of this mm-hmm. Shenandoah the county HGAC, it'll move a lot quicker. And that's the road that goes behind Portofino yes. uh, by the uh, Wood, Wood Forest Stadium. Stadium. Yes. And that would connect, that would go parallel to I-45 and connect 242, 242 yes. which might release some of that local traffic for people that, you know, are trying to get to uh, some of the retail areas over there. Yes, or, or the ball games on Friday night, I'm telling you. Yeah, there's only 15,000 people that go there. It's, so It's, it's big. <laughs> that's true. So. Uh, and and uh, also, uh, there's a lot of work on 1488 at, yes. as well, so some, there's some plans there. You know, uh, 1488 right now uh, does not go four lanes all the way through Magnolia, and that's what I really want to push for. I know there's some, there's some, uh, there's some folks that want to do some uh, things on the east side of 1480, uh, 2978 from there to 45. I understand that's what they want to try to do, but I need to get, I would like to get 1488 at least through Magnolia, four lanes, mm-hmm. and then... Mm-hmm. Let's focus on the other, and and it's it's underway. They're buying right away and getting it all ready mm-hmm. to go. Uh, matter of fact, they've started clearing the right away west of Magnolia because there were some tie-ups with the city of Magnolia on some utilities that needed to be moved between Magnolia and, and Mill Creek. Okay. So uh, it's it's coming together, and and once that happens, and we get two forty nine done, get two forty nine on up to Grimes County. There's going to be a lot of a lot of good changes. Then we can work on the next projects. Then we'll come up, and I've already got that in mind. I've already got one great project in mind for uh, tying into 249. So there's okay. there's a lot of things happening. Okay. And I think there's going to be some changes to 1488 as well because one thing we've noticed is a whole lot of additional retail shops and yes. things. Uh, yes. In between 2978 and I-45, of course, you still got Jones Forest there, which is a nice, mm-hmm. yes, nice break, and that's a protected area. But there's a there's a lot of traffic there in 1488 going going there's, up and down that road. There's a lot of traffic, and there's a lot of you know, TxDOT has come out with a new plan or a new uh, scheme that uh, with the raised median or the raised curve in the middle. And mm-hmm. I, you know, and I'll be honest with you, JJ, when I hear that, I I just cringe. Uh, because I, at first I, did, I thought it's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. But I used to have to go back and forth to 1960 for some rehab on my shoulder when I tore it up. And they were working on the uh, raised median so you couldn't mm-hmm. turn at every driveway. That's right. And I thought, man, this is just crazy. Mm-hmm. But if when you're driving down 1960 right now, you're not worried. You're not on guard and white knuckle about every driveway. Some, you have to go to certain places to turn, and it mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that until it's on the ground, and they, they, they see how it really works. And, and I understand the convenience factor. When I go 
up and down that way as well. Yeah. And I want to be able to turn where I want to turn. Right. But there's 50 different places to turn. Yes. And uh, you've got to get some control of that yes. just for just for safety. It, it is. And, they, and they're trying, TxDOT's coming up with their new standards on uh, driveways, how far yeah. apart they can be. And they're making, a, they're, they're wanting people to do shared driveways, which mm -hmm. again, mm -hmm. you kind of cringe, but it makes mm -hmm. sense when you yeah. don't have that much turning traffic out across the major road. It just makes well, sense. There's a nickname for that lane in the middle of the road. It is. And I, I try to stay out of it as much as I can. That's right. I don't I, want, I I don't people, want any part of it. I saw people the other day coming right at each other. I know. One's taking a, a one is entering the highway mm -hmm. and goes out to the, to the middle lane. And one is trying to take a left, yes. and, and they come nose to nose, and well, thank goodness they saw each other. You know, my, my mother's 83 years old, and she had a wreck in the turn lane. And it's simply that. She's getting ready to turn left, and yeah. somebody's coming out of somewhere to get in the left turn lane to get in the, to go right mm -hmm. and run right over. Yeah. Now, she's 83. I don't know if somebody 23 would have missed that, or but it, that's not the point. It's yeah. not a right turn or acceleration lane. It's yeah. a left turn lane. Exactly. But it's being abused. Yeah. Now, uh, and, and so help us understand too what's going on with 278 because that's been a, a big project because oh. that's been a little narrow two-lane road for a long time. And if anything in this county could have gone wrong on a project, it went wrong on 29. Sometimes that happens. It, it's been snake bits from day one. Uh, you know, the, the, the utilities delayed the project about four years uh, trying to get the utilities out of the way. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when that was delayed, you know, Contractor had to bid price for this and it waits four years. Well, then you have to go back and bid it again. That's and then right. that's another six months. And yeah. it's just everything that could go wrong went wrong. And I'll be honest with you, uh, one of the utilities did move their lines out of the way, but they put them in the wrong place and they oh. were right back in the wrong way. No. So here we go. So if it went wrong, it could go yeah. wrong. But it is moving now. Mm -hmm. uh, they've got the Dry Creek Bridge done. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, the the bridge over Spring Creek's done, so that that new bridge is there, and they're okay. working their way north. They're they're between Spring Creek and Dry Creek, and they're they're making good progress, but it's it's slow. It's uh, that's a Any, busy road. I mean, it's just oh, it is trying to do traffic control and work on that is is a nightmare. It's hard to do construction on a very busy on, on any road, but any on a busy road especially. Yes, yes. What what is the 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 latest time on it when that might be complete? JJ, I, I I'm gonna have to apologize. I don't I don't know. I've I've heard so many different dates. I don't. Well, know. there's a lot of projects, and there's going so on much. Uh, and I should have thought about 2970, but I didn't. But I'll I'll try to find that out. I yeah. don't know right now. Well, and it's going to stretch out for a while. So it I'm is. Sure. I mean, we're in the third day of hurricane season. We've already got a tropical storm. Yeah. That scares me. I mean, yeah. here we go. Yeah. Uh, you know, with well, with all we've had, we, now we've already got a tropical storm. That's true. Yeah, I, I don't even want to think about that. I don't either. <laughs> uh, I, I do want to uh, uh, thank you for the work you've done on, on Research Forest uh, Drive because uh, it was, it's very nice now to have that be a four-lane divided road all the way through to 2978. Yeah. Speaking of those suicide lanes, that's what that was too when you had to come back across and cross mm -hmm. back and forth that median to for a two-lane road and four lanes at the intersection. And you've got a lot of trees and shrubbery yes. that, that uh, kind of blocks your vision. So It had to be done. Uh, and that, that was a great project, and it turned out great. Yeah, it really it did. did. That was it one did. of the first projects we did with our bond money. I was going to ask, that was part of the bond it money. It was, and that was one of the first projects we got done. Okay. Do you see... <clears throat> uh, do you see another bond in our in our future for transportation projects or you know <clears throat> jj was before our covid situation hit you know we were doing man we were doing great the whole country was doing great mm -hmm. 
the best this, the best that, everything. Mm -hmm. uh, I just don't know whether the public would be, uh, have the, I don't know if they would support a road bond right now. I, I think mm -hmm. what we're going to have to do is, especially with ours, this next budget session, and I've done told most people, we, we need to try to get back to just where we are Mm -hmm. and try to roll this over for the next year and let, let people get back to where they need to be and then let's see what, see what 2021 looks like. Uh, there's some folks that, uh, that, that have got their appraisals and they're not happy about their appraisals and, and mm -hmm. I, can't, uh, I can't jump on the appraisal board. They did exactly what they had to do. You're supposed to do this in January and that's what they've done. Mm -hmm. Well, then everything was going great in January. Let's, yeah. you know, but, uh, and that's a key point is appraisals were set in January, not in March or yes. April or they, May, when the law, bill started coming out. That's up. right. By law, they have to do it yeah. in January. So uh, it's just a bad situation, and I understand it. I mm -hmm. mean, I don't like it either. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think we just need to try to get through with what we're doing now this year. Uh, and I've told everybody, at the, all the department, department heads, don't come asking for men, don't come asking for positions, don't, mm -hmm. we're, we're going to try to stay status quo. If we can get the status quo, we may not even be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, well, you bring up a good a good issue with uh, with COVID nineteen. Of course, uh, the, the county had a lot to do with uh, the reaction to that. And so, can you catch us up, kind of just a little bit of short history on what happened with COVID nineteen, what the county's response was, and you know, I think we I think we responded as well as anybody would expect to, uh, somebody to respond. I know in our in our precinct, when we were told that, that we were going to have a certain amount of cases and a certain amount of people were going to be sick, and then a certain mm -hmm. amount of those people were going to end up in the hospital, and a certain amount of those people were going to be uh, needing ventilator, mm -hmm. and, and when you hear those numbers that we were hearing, mm -hmm. uh, we we took a step back and we, we kind of sent most of the people that, that we could send home at our precinct, get them home, get them, you know, get them to stay there. And then a skeleton crew at our precinct, we were there every day. We were taking care of business, mm -hmm. but we weren't out doing our normal thing. And we mm -hmm. were trying to stay away from as many people as we could. Did, did, that, uh, did that help the situation where we didn't get as many people sick? My little precinct, it may have. But mm -hmm. when we did that countywide, I do believe that slowed some of this down. Mm -hmm. And I believe the people, I hear a lot of people say, it, it was, it's a shame that so many people so so quick just gave up and stopped. Well, I don't think that's what they did. Mm -hmm. I think they really realized, you know, this is real serious. We need to listen to what these guys are saying. Let's mm -hmm. back off and let's stay away from one another for right now, and let's just see what happens. Mm -hmm. But I think I think we've we've stopped it. We haven't stopped it. I think we slowed it down. We didn't get near as many people sick uh, as they projected, and I think now it's time to, that we realize. We've got to do certain things. Me and you would be sitting a whole lot closer in this if we, at one time we'd shake hands, kind of hug each other's neck, and yes, we, didn't, we don't do all that anymore. That's and right. I think that's what we got to learn. We've got to be more careful with what we do. I've never mm -hmm. put so much hand sanitizer or soap on my hands in the, mm -hmm. as I have the last three and a half months. Mm -hmm. And I think if, if we do that now, we've got to get everybody open back up. Everybody, this whole country needs to come back now. We can't wait any longer. Uh, it's got to. And, and we, we share the same sentiment at, at, at the chamber, and, and uh, nobody's second-guessing. Uh, yeah. I'm not second-guessing, you're not second-guessing the, the people who had to make estimations based on what they knew yes. and based on uh, projections. And the last thing that anybody wanted to do was overly stress our hospital right. system. 
Right. And now that we have seen that the hospital system is not overly stressed, there's something like 30 patients currently mm -hmm. in the hospital with COVID-19. Um, we have been fortunate, I think, that we haven't seen a surge yes. with the reopening. And uh, we've even seen some people may go a little bit too far, you know, parties, right. beaches, right. Yeah. Uh, things like that. Yes. But we've been very fortunate to uh, uh, probably dodge a, dodge a bullet there. I think so. Especially with no vaccine readily right. available. But I think it's time that we just be be careful, be cautious, and let's get let's get back. I, I don't right. want to hear the... I don't want to hear the new normal. I don't want this to be the new normal. I no. want to go back to where we were and better. Let's move forward. Let's mm -hmm. don't uh, let's don't just stay here with the like it is. Let's move well, on. Well, we've seen what uh, how fragile an economy is. Yes. And and this was huge. This is a worldwide pandemic. We've seen how it affected oil prices, which of course affects the energy capital of the world, which is where we live. Yes. Uh, when oil was negative $37 a barrel, that was a uh, never seen before. Well, wasn't that a shock? That, that was, was a huge ooh. shock. And it was hard to explain that to people. And somebody explained it to me. They said, it's kind of like you go to the gas station and the attendant comes out and says, I will pay you yeah. <laughs> to take the gas off my hand yeah. because I've got another truck coming and no room for it. Yeah. And it's uh, it's been a really weird time. It's been an unprecedented time. But uh I applaud you and, and, and the county for, for taking the necessary steps quickly. And, uh, and now it's to, time to, to edge out of that. Yeah, and I think, I think everybody that was involved in this with the county, I thought from the county judge, all the commissioners, all the department heads, all the other elected officials, I think they did a great job. Yeah. Uh, we've, st we've still got some folks that are uh, uh, like some of the judges and JP's office that are uh, having ladies come in today and one come in tomorrow. This mm -hmm. take, I mean, mm -hmm. they're, they're working it out. Mm -hmm. and, and, and one reason, uh, I know there's three or four ladies that work in that office that's not as big as where we're sitting. And, and you might want to do that. Yeah. And we may have to figure out what we can do yeah. to, to move that along. But, but now we just need to get it back and get it going. That, that is one thing we've, we've seen other businesses do, we've done that at the chamber, is have more flexible work environments. Yeah. Uh, some companies had, uh, did not have a telecommuting policy, uh, and now they do. Yes. And, and there's a lot about COVID-19 that can be good if it's, if it's used the right way in some lessons we've learned, like telemedicine. Yes. Has been, has been yeah. a great thing. that yeah. I've, I've had doctor's appointments where I, the yeah. doctor and I call. I don't have to go to a waiting room. And wait for 30, 45 minutes to get in to see a doctor. They, or go just sit call. out in your car and have him call you when, when you're in front of the office. Exactly. I mean, that's, 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 it's, a little, it it's a little crazy. But uh, we're, we're glad to see things that are moving, moving back to where we can get our economy back on well, track. Well, it's like I say, I think people have really paid attention to this, and I think they really will do what needs to be done. If we see something happening, I think people will understand, okay, I, mm -hmm. it, there may be something going on here. Let's... let's start doing what we need to do, mm -hmm. and I think we'll be good. Really what, do. what are some of the, uh, the next steps, kind of future plan you see that with, uh, with the county? You know, I think, uh, it's, a, it's like I said a while ago, I think with uh, Montgomery County the way it is right now, where it's sitting and we're, we're with all the improvements that not only I'm making, every commissioner's got things going on that are just great for, for this county. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, other people around us are seeing uh, things that are happening. Uh, take for I-45. I mean, uh, you, you asked me how long I'd been there. I remember when I-45 was two lanes both ways. Mm -hmm. I remember when 1488 was two-lane road. I remember all that. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Uh, and if I step back and say, well, I see what it looked like, and now I see what's going on, and we're continuing. You know, they're still working on 45 north of Willis. They're getting it on out to mm-hmm. six lanes all the way to uh, Huntsville. I mean, all you'd be surprised at how many people are driving for Huntsville to Houston to work. That's amazes me. I've got about, uh, and I'll tell you the story, i got about 19, 18 or 19 firemen, Houston firemen that live up and around Iola and B-Dies. Mm-hmm. They're driving me crazy about how soon 249 is going to be complete because they can hit 249 out of Grimes County and be in work in no time. Oh, yeah. And that's what they're looking for. They're driving they're that right now. They're probably saving 15, 20 minutes on a, on a, on a good traffic day. On a day. good day, they could save. I guarantee they can save a half hour wow. easy, but not even trying. And they're driving that today through 1774, the little roads. Mm-hmm. They're driving that to get to Houston now. Wow. When they see that they can come to Montgomery County and we can move around mm-hmm. and, and, and get from point A to point B a whole lot better than what we could 20 years ago, uh, they're coming. And, and, and they'll be here. And I'm glad you mentioned also I-45. That uh, Can you update us a little bit on the... Uh, the, the PEL study that Textot is doing because they're they're looking at I forty five and you know and what where where's that you know study happening? Uh, I think that study is just almost complete. Uh, you know they've got uh, they've got uh, schematics and, and designs for most almost intersections almost all the intersections now and I'm telling you you can look at some of these and that, I didn't bring anything with me, JJ, but you can look at some of these things and you can't even tell where you're at. It's a, they've changed it up so much. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, but that's another one of those long-term, mm-hmm. you know, 20, 25, 20, 30, who knows mm-hmm. how long out that is. But, but when people see that at least they're, they're planning for this, they're looking at this, they're not, we're not waiting until I-45 is six lanes blocked up again, or it's eight mm-hmm. lanes blocked up again, and service roads where you can't move up and down. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get ahead of that. I've always said ever since I've worked at Montgomery County, I've said it a thousand times since I've been commissioned, I want to be ahead of something one time. I just want to be at one time. Let me get ahead of something one time. But it's hard to do. Good, good, it's good just luck hard with that. to do. <laughs> I, I don't know of anybody that's done it. Uh, you know, and if, if you were ahead... Because economies don't idle. They don't, they don't tread water. Economies either go up or down. That's what we've seen. That's right. And a uh, thousand people are moving to Texas a day and have been for years. And a lot of those are moving to Montgomery County. Right. And it's very difficult or really impossible where an economy just stops, allows you to catch up. Yeah. And, and if, if you did catch up, that means your economy is probably going the other direction that you don't want it to go. Well, and here again, I, I, would, I haven't even, to be honest with you, I haven't even been paying attention to the stock market. Well, it's almost 26000 again today. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I didn't even know. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. You know, from and from I don't even know what oil's doing today, but it's certainly not negative thirty seven anymore. It's thirty two ninety one. Okay, so it's up to, <laughs> at least it's up to at least thirty dollars now. Yeah, it's good. I mean it's 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 coming back and I think and, and me and some guys at my office have always thought this, you know, this is bad. This is a bad downturn we've been. But I'm telling you, I think here in Montgomery County, the fourth quarter of this year is gonna we're gonna be booming again. I think it's coming. I just believe that. I, I really do. There, there's a lot of pent up energy, yes. uh, frustration with having to contract, mm-hmm. and, and businesses don't do well with uh, lack of clarity or lack of predictability. Right. So now that they can see a light at the end of the tunnel of, okay, we are we can start to see what's going to happen, they can start to make plans. Yes. Again, I, 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 
I keep going back to we need to open back up. We need to. I think the restaurants. I think everybody ought to be one hundred percent. Let's go. It mm-hmm. needs to happen. It needs to happen right now. And that's another good thing that we're seeing in public places. I've never seen them be more clean. Oh, restaurants, that's no gyms, doubt. parks. No yes. That uh, and and restaurants care about their their customer oh, base. Yeah. They ca- they want yeah. their customers to feel safe and come in. I see them wearing masks. I see them having hand sanitizer available. I see things being really well cleaned at the next level. Do you ever go to Bucky's? Oh yeah. Okay. Before any of this ever happened, there's always been two or three guys walking around with a spray bottle and a towel wiping mm-hmm. down the fuel pumps the handles mm-hmm. the restrooms the counters they've been doing that so he he's a pretty smart guy yes he and is people see that mm-hmm. and, they, and they remember that uh, it's no different when you walk into a restaurant if you see dirty dishes laying around there i'm not going back no but but if you see what they're doing nowadays i'll remember that and i'm going back mm-hmm. and that's well. that's what everybody i think everybody's going to remember that well, I appreciate your time today. Is there anything else we need to cover that we missed? Uh, JJ, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm I sure there is. The, I, there's, a, there's a million things we could probably talk about, yeah. but I do appreciate this. Well, thank and you. I enjoyed it. I really did. Well, we'll have you back. And, uh, I'd love again, to do it. I, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule. I'd love to do it again. I really would. Thank All you. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to another edition of Between the Trees. would like to thank our sponsor, Woodlands Online. And again, my name is J.J. Holly, and I'm the Woodlands Area Chamber of Commerce President and CEO. Thank you.